I'm Ross, a curious parent. And I'm John, an education expert. This is From the Sidelines. Bite-sized study tips to help you help them through. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to uh, another episode of From the Sidelines. Good to see you, John. How are you doing, Ross? You good? I'm very, very well. I'm always looking forward to finding out more information from yourself. I think in terms of this, my role is pretty easy. I ask you the questions. I try and find out from those parents and carers at, at home and listening, and you are the guru that have to give us the information and the answers. Pressure there. Yeah, well, this is it. And 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 thinking about that, looking at the topic from today, uh-huh. what I always try to do with this is have a look at it first, understand more about it myself, try and oh, okay. guess some bits, and then you come and tell me I'm completely wrong and, and give us the actual <laughs> answer. So the one for today is desirable difficulty. Okay? Did, you, did you have difficulty working uh, out what it is? Yeah, it wasn't desirable at all. Okay. Um, and, and I thought about applying it to in general and thinking how this looks. Often we think about something desirable, mm-hmm. something difficult, and don't necessarily put those together mm-hmm. in the one phrase. I think about it myself uh, as a parent of young kids, um, and quite often I couldn't make something difficult that is also desirable, um, mm-hmm. and, and that wouldn't really work. So I'm really interested to see how we bring these together and what we mean by desirable difficulty. Okay, well, it's interesting you mentioned that about about kind of parenting because it, it's we often, I think sometimes by default, want to make things easy for our sure. children. That's yeah. kind of you know why would you want to make something difficult for your for your for your children? And hopefully, people listening might think, well, yeah, yeah, we 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 kind of want to, I suppose, sometimes remove some of those barriers and, and make things easy and pleasant for for our children. However. Let me tell you, that's not how we learn. You know, we, we, we want to make sure that as humans, the things are at the right level for us and the right difficult level for us to be motivated. Um, so if I give you something that, that you might be talking to your, 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 your two little ones about, Goldilocks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. heard of that one. Right. So the Goldilocks uh, principle and, and approach really here is making sure that it's not too easy not too difficult, but just the right level of difficulty. So if you think about that in the story, you know, the bowl of porridge, you know, not too not not too hot, not too cold, just the right temperature or the bed or the chair or, you know, wherever you're up to in that story with the with, with the kids. Um, and the same goes in, in our life. We need to make sure that the level of difficulty that we are imposing, I suppose, on our on our children when they're learning is at the right level. Um, sure. because if we if it's too easy, think about it in our own lives, something's too easy, we don't get motivated. It's not really a. It's not really something you're working towards. It's too easy. You're not really bothered. You don't really learn because your brain's not having to do much work. Think about the other side of it. If it's way too difficult and it's too hard, we switch off. We become demotivated again, but for a different reason this time. And we often hear our kids saying, "Oh, it's too hard. This can't do it. It's too hard. It's rock hard. Can't do it, Dad." And we need to again that that sweet spot of making sure that it's almost within reach. Yep. And just about there, and aspirational but still quite difficult so that we get the, our children's brains working. And we think about what we, we talked about a previous episode about retrieval practice. We have to get our brains to do something to actually learn it. So if it's too easy, they don't do anything. If it's too hard, they switch off. They don't do anything, get in the sweet spot. So yeah, that's that's hopefully what we need to get to. And and in terms of learning in general, mm-hmm. is that is that not just how real life learning works then? Creating I, that kind of middle middle ground, if you like? Absolutely. And, and that's why we always say in this podcast that this is about how human beings learn rather than just how you know children learn. You know, we're all we're all kind of built the same from that point of view. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Um 
and again, think about it in your life. If you've had something at work or at home that, that that's too easy or too difficult, um, you know, it's finding that right balance. And there are lots of things that, that we can do, which we'll spell out in a, in, in a few minutes for, for, for parents listening, that can help you put the right level of challenge. Um, so yeah, it's all about finding the right, finding the balance. And in terms of um, in terms of finding the balance, then and, and and trying to create that, does that affect? motivation is that a, is that a big part of that yeah it is because we need to make sure that again this goes for anything in life doesn't it we if we're yeah. if we're motivated yeah then we're bound to be uh more productive we're bound to to be uh we're bound to achieve more um and if we flip that if you if we're demotivated then you know you don't put the effort in you know it's like well you do the bare minimum and we sometimes see that from my from my, from my children that actually if they're not motivated it's like well i just want to finish it and hand it in because actually they, do, they just want to not be told off at school that they, they've, they've done it. It's done in the bag. I'm going to hand it in. They're not really motivated to do their best. So the more we can motivate um, our children and the more we can kind of use that that those desirable difficulties to make it just difficult enough so it feels like a challenge. So we have to give it our everything. We have to really concentrate. We have to really focus. And we see that it's something that is important to us. You think about in your daily life if you were doing something you know at home that it was there was there was a project that you were doing that actually was was quite difficult and it, and it required you to really think about it and put all your effort in you're more motivated rather than something that's really really easy that you can kind of do with your eyes closed so yeah it, the, the same goes for our, for our children i think about it just from a self perspective or an adult perspective if you like in terms of adult tasks you know if you have your to-do list and you've got the You've got the ones that are, are really, really difficult. They always sit at the bottom of the pile, don't mm-hmm, they? Yeah. Uh, and Unfortunately, that's it, though, isn't yeah, yeah. it? That, that's how it goes. So I understand how that applies then to being a you know young person and and having to create that kind of middle ground. Obviously, a lot of what we say as part of these these podcasts and these episodes is that parent and carers um, and those champion young people don't need to understand the subject topic necessarily. Um, so by not understanding the subject topic, how can they still help to create the desirable difficulties Great. for the young person? Yeah, and really interesting that you made that point because it's about creating the right conditions. Okay. And this is a perfect example of the fact that we can create desirably difficult conditions in our home without having to know anything about the subject content. So let me give you a few real practical examples that the parents can use straight away. So we've talked before about a Pomodoro. So timing a 25-minute period of study. So you're going to time your child so that they have to do it in timed conditions. So that they might have to produce um, a brain dump. Yeah. Or we're going to do a look, cover, right, check. Or we're going to do some flashcard work. But we're going to time it so that you're imposing a challenge on your on, on, on your child, a little bit like it would be in an exam. So again, you're making it desirably difficult. You're not just saying you can have the rest of the afternoon to do this. We're saying, we want you to do this in 25 minutes. Or within that 25 minutes, the first five minutes is the brain dump. So I'm only going to give you three or four minutes to do this. So again, we, we're putting some strict times to make it more difficult. Um, secondly, things like removing distractions. So not giving them the easy out of, oh, I'll just check my phone, or I'll just go to the toilet, or but I can watch my TV at the same time, or I can lie on my bed. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna almost impose, uh, as awful to say, exam conditions, you know, in the bedroom because actually we've said this before, us, haven't we? We need to practice in the same conditions that we're going to perform in, and if that's an exam hall or a classroom in silence, then we need to remove some of those other things that make it feel like that. Mm. So remove the phone, 25 minutes, put a timer on, uh, make sure it's quiet. Um, even things like if they're going to do if they're going to do a, a brain dump, make sure you've removed their study guide, you know, out of the way so that they actually can't 
check and cheat halfway through and actually you are you are you are making it more difficult so all of these things that we can do irrespective of what content they're doing they could be doing something on romeo and juliet they could be doing something on geography they could be you know you could be doing something in you know your business you know and i, and I could be imposing those conditions on you without knowing anything about what you're going to study or revise but i'm just making sure the conditions are challenging enough that i'm getting you to work hard because it, I'm, I'm removing some of those easy options from you. So I might time you, might make it in silence, remove the, remove the notes, all that kind of stuff. So all of these things parents can do very easily without any kind of knowledge of the content whatsoever. And and that's that's obviously one thing that we've mentioned throughout is it, a lot of these kind of techniques or these hacks, if you like, uh, are things that can be done at pretty much minimal cost. Yep, um, however... One of the things that we've mentioned for those that, that that listen regularly, you know, we are really pleased that we're supported by Collins mm. um, in yeah, terms yeah. of in terms of helping with with the actual whole project here, and uh, they, I'm guessing, have materials and, and resources and things that could possibly help within within this sphere as well. Absolutely, I mean, we, we've said it a few times in terms of the the the, the range of resources that they have in terms of revision guides. Um, knowledge organizers, all, all those type of things, practice papers. And the practice papers are a really good idea, actually, because at the back of some of those guides, there are those kind of exam-style questions yeah. that actually make it quite challenging. They make it difficult. Um, and, you know, again, if you're then imposing a time limit on that with some exam questions without the mobile phone in the room, you, you start to get there, aren't you? You know, mm -hmm. and, and hopefully just by adding those things together, suddenly it becomes, you get to that kind of sweet spot where it's the perfect conditions that you've created at home without having to know anything about the subject co you know, content, which is ultimately what we want to provide for parents. So it's little, almost little bits, isn't it? Coming together, as we've said all along, um, about making something desirably difficult is, is ultimately where, we, where we're heading. Yeah, and, and I think if, if, if I think about in, in a, you know, I, I come from a, from a kind of sporting coaching background. If I think about it in that sphere, Olympic swimmers, train with weights on their legs so yeah. they're making it desirably difficult for themselves in the training pro pro program so that actually when they're then kind of in the in in the tank you know in the olympics you know they they haven't got those weights on people who are you know training to go in the army you know run with bricks in rucksacks on their but you know almost because they're making it desirably difficult for themselves they're, they're challenging themselves to push themselves through where they thought they could go and go even further um so again the, all those experiences are all around us in our lives and we know these things they're not they're, none of those things are rocket science it's just about applying real life examples in our home because we know that's how learning works that's how performance improves um and if we can do those things then um yeah we we, we start to see those little marginal gains that once we add them all up become kind of big learning gains down the line so that's it. There we go. That's how we make things desirably difficult. There we go. So uh, yeah, you need to make sure that when you go home, yeah. um, you know, if you are reading the Goldilocks story, you then yeah. start to think, oh, okay, right. I, I you know, I, I, there's a sweet spot. Um, and yeah, not just making it desirable, but making it desirably difficult as well. Love it. Love it. Th thanks very much, John, for your time as always. Uh, very insightful. I look forward to trying to guess the next next topic um, and probably getting it wrong again. Uh, and then and look forward to. Seeing you guys again soon. Thanks for joining us.